everybody. Welcome back to Completely Hooked with Angie and my partner, Maya. What's up, fam? We're going to be talking about toxic fans. This is the first part in our series. We don't know exactly how many of these we're going to do because toxic fans is something that's very prevalent in the K-pop world. But today we're going to be talking about just a few subjects on it. Um, Angie, we're first gonna, is gonna bring out a story about, uh, the FTC and Jungkook. This is your baby. I want you to go ahead and, and let us have it. Let us know the story. Put it out there for us. Oh, my pleasure. Because this is a real dumb one. Dumb. Dumb. So, towards the end of the year, um... Probably like at the end of summer, early fall, whatever. Uh, JK posted a selfie of him, a blah blah blah, a selfie of himself. That was a little redundant. On Twitter, it was a nighttime selfie. He was wearing a lavender sweatshirt, whatever. Finger hearts. You know the usual, right? Right. Nobody found anything other than hey, it's JK. In a car at night, wearing a shirt. Sadly, but the next day I went on Twitter and looking at the trending stuff, I saw FTC trending with Jungkook, and I said, "Well, those are two things that shouldn't be together. What is going on?" So it turns out. Somebody, or a few somebodies, probably antis, decided that they were going to report Jun Jun Cook to the FTC for backdoor advertising. Just so everybody knows, the FTC is the Federal Trade Commission. Yes. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I really had to go look that up because I was like, what the heezy? <laughs> the Federal Trade Commission? So yep. they reported him to the FTC. Okay. Correct. And the FTC works with uh, other government agencies globally. So whatever the equivalent of the FTC is in a different country, they work with those people, right? So I don't know where the complaint to the FTC stemmed from, if it came from somebody in Korea or if it came somebody from somebody in America. But the point is, is that he was reported to the FTC for back to our advertising and I'm sitting here wondering <clears throat> so what was the advertising again? Because there was literally nothing but him in that picture. So it and turns he- out what the uh, the complaint of him back to our advertising was the sweatshirt he was wearing. Okay, the so plane, the, the, the sweatshirt apparently came from his brother's clothing line okay. that JK has some sort of, well, had some sort of role in. I don't really know in what capacity his role in his brother's company was, but he did have a role in the company. But it's a plain lavender shirt. There's no logo on it. There's no nothing. The amount of research somebody had to do to 
figure out that that particular shirt came from his brother's clothing company is ridiculous because there's no identifier on it. He could have got the shirt from Walmart. Yeah. I'm sorry. They don't have Walmart there. Well, whatever run-of-the-mill Target-like store that exists in Seoul, like, it could have literally came from anywhere. He could have ordered it on Amazon, for all we know. Right. Like, but... So... And what was the outcome of that? Like, just, he left the company. So he stepped down from his role, which... You know, I agree, but also disagree with because the disagreeing part of me says we don't negotiate with terrorists. Okay, but the other part is I don't want my fans to ruin something that my family or family member has built. But then again, your true fans wouldn't do something like this. Your true fans are going to sit there and make sure your brother has no more product left to sell. Right. I agree with you. Um, like so that's why, like, I'm on the fence of, you know, I understand why he stepped down, but I also feel that he really shouldn't have. But the FTC initially looked at the picture and was like, yeah, there's no backdoor advertising here, but if you want us to really investigate, I, I guess we'll do that. And then they did, and they're like, yeah, no backdoor advertising here. So, like, whatever you were trying to accomplish to get JK in trouble or get whatever the goal was for the, because I'm going to call who who did this, the antis, because that that was totally an anti-move. Whatever it was that they wanted to accomplish didn't get accomplished because, like, First of all, do you understand what backdoor advertising is? Backdoor advertising is, oh, hey, Ange, um, what's this spray you're using? Oh, why well, I'm glad you asked. This is the NYX Professional Makeup Radiant Finish uh, Setting Spray. Wow. I wonder where I can find that. I wonder where, like, I can tell you where you can get it because that was a completely random you know, that wasn't product placement. That wasn't back to our advertising. <laughs> right. By right. the way, we're not advertising that at all. This is not an ad. Hashtag not an ad. Okay. So, so it's just an example, people. Just an example. And no, I actually don't use that finished string spray because I don't wear face makeup. Not sure why that's relevant. I just felt like I needed to put that out there. Anyway... <laughs> The, the point is, is that the FTC wasted their time. They, they basically, not so many words in the article I read with what they said initially, they basically didn't even want to investigate it because they all they had to do was look at the picture and say nothing was wrong. There's nothing that is wrong with this picture. There's nothing, you know, sketchy about this picture. But I think they were getting more pressure from like the internet people, the antis, to go forward with an investigation. So I guess they did it to appease the people. And that sounds so familiar to something I listened to recently that I'm not going to get into. 
but mm-hmm. like I understand that that's their job and if you have enough complaints that they're obligated to investigate but it was completely a waste of time and a waste of resources and then JK wound up having to step down from his brother's company for nothing uh, because right. I don't know you don't like JK like oh well nobody's forcing you to even look at him get off of Twitter right that was a reach and I and I agree with you I don't understand why they had to go that far with it and pressure from netizens that's what they do and I feel like that's something that they I don't know they just do because they don't have nothing else better to do <laughs> which is dumb like you said before it's like it's so dumb but I get why they they went ahead to just try to alleviate it, alleviate the situation and be like, okay, y'all, it's not, move on. Move on with your lives, find something else to do. But that's insane that they would have that much pull over such a, I don't know, I guess prestigious and Uh, well global company. (laughs) Let me tell you, Maya, you would, one would think that, but, my eyes have been opened after finishing the podcast that I I listened to. Wow. Um. Yeah. If there's enough of them, they can they they could rule the world, but not in a really good way. Ooh. And it's a little it's a little terrifying. Like it is a little terrifying. But I'm not going to talk about it until after because we'll just dive into a completely different spiral. And Well, we don't have time for that today. We got other things to talk about. Absolutely. I wanted to go into more talks. Like, this is kind of toxic fan-ish. You know, but it's... It's something that I, I wanted to bring up because it was it, it came up around I think September of uh, 2021 where Demon's Chinese fan club was banned in China, and it's not really like a a toxic fan thing. It's just something that they did. They raised funds illegally to get a a photograph custom wrapped on this airplane okay so so, I'm so sorry I don't mean to interrupt but well I'm not gonna say it's toxic I'm just gonna say that's just very overzealous (laughs) yes it is overzealous there are a lot of things that um you know fans do that are very extreme and I've got other, you know, other examples of what fans do, not just for BTS, but for other, you know, K-pop artists and even actresses, you know, but this one was, was taken over by like the Chinese government. They said this was, um, how did they put it? They worded as, <laughs> I'm sorry, hold on. It was, um, oh, it's right here. Sorry irrational star chasing (laughs) 
and that Weibo firmly is against this. They firmly oppose it. So they shut it down um, and just put an end to it for 60 days. Okay, so they were put in a corner for it and it's back up. They're back and running, but still they can't do things like this. You know, they ask people for money and they collected those funds to put towards to towards that. I, I, I wouldn't give my money to anybody, not even in a fan club. Right. But that's the thing. I, look, I understand on one hand the whole irrational part, but like, dude, they're just putting a, a wrap around on a plane. It's not hurting anybody. It's not affecting the plane. And if they're asking people to fund this, as long as they're being transparent about where the money's going, that's also not illegal because it's that person's choice on whether they want to give them that money or not. If somebody came up to me and said, hey, can you donate to this fund? We're trying to put a giant picture of Jimin on the side of a Boeing 787. And I would be like, oh, that's cute. No. Also, maybe you should try and donating that to a charity. Pick a charity Jimin donates to, because I feel like that would be better use of your money instead of putting his picture on the side of a Boeing 787. But that's just me. Who's going to be... Okay, so you're going to randomly... You don't even know what airplane this is going to be on, or you may know what airplane it's going to be on. What are you going to do? Get a ticket? But also, is he even going to see it? airplane? Are, right? Are you gonna see it? I don't know. Like, kind of is mm. the airplane flying to Seoul, and will it be low enough for people to see it? A, i.e., Jimin, the person you're doing this for. Like, I just logically to me doesn't make sense. So, no, you may not have my five dollars. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm with you on that. Mm. Like, you know it. It's endearing, overzealous, definitely. I wouldn't classify that as toxic, just a little past extreme. Right. I mean, they're not shaving their heads and going into the boys' bathroom, okay? (laughs) True. Oh my gosh, that was so awful, what they did to EXO. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So there was some more extreme gifting that I found. Oh, really? And I want you to like, I want you to, I, I want to read some of these to you because it's very extreme. Please do. Um, okay, so Exo Suhan, that is, uh, not Netson, but, but their fans had spent $200,000 to have EXO Mahne Suhan on a full page of the prestigious New York Times newspaper for his birthday. I'm sorry, hold on, before you continue. $200,000? At what, what newspaper? New York Times. Shame on the New York Times for taking $200,000 for a full page ad for a freaking K-pop star. No offense, shame on you, New York Times. I'm calling you out. If that's not, somebody at me, somebody at me and tell me if that's a legit price. So if I called up the New York Times and said, I wanna 
have this entire page? Is it how much is it going to cost? If they tell me 200k, then oh, highway robbery. Completely. That's besides the point. 200k? No. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? And it's New York Times. Is, is he even going to see it? Did you send it to him? Like, what was the purpose? Right? And it's and it's it's like. Who reads the New York Times except for people in New York? You have to like get a subscription to even, I mean, just to get it. If you're somewhere else, you have to have a subscription and it has to be mailed to you. So, like, hardly anybody, and most of these people that get it are not K pop fans. Right, right. <laughs> um, question. Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> shoot, I forgot. It went away. No. Oh, so my question is: is when? When was the? When did this happen? Like, what was the year? This was his twenty-fifth birthday. Uh, twenty nineteen. Oh, so. Like three years ago. Wait a minute. That was for a different thing. <laughs> oh, what? I'm not gonna say that. No, because this was his 26th birthday. I don't see the date on it. Uh, I didn't see the date on the picture. Uh, April. Yeah, I can't see it. It's like April 12th something. I can't see the date on it. All right, well, hold it's on. It's in the 2000s. Okay. I'm sure that like, we can find out. Like, I'm about to figure this out <laughs> right now. Uh, just Okay, the reason why I asked is because physical newspapers aren't really a thing anymore. It really isn't. Okay, and they haven't been a thing for quite some time. What was the dude's name? Uh, it's O O H. What? Like now? Sihan or I don't know any of the people from EXO. So, is it Sihan or Sihan? See, I think it's Sihan. I'm not sure. He's the one in the. He's like probably the. There are two people in EXO that I have a blind spot for and he's one of them. Okay, so like... <laughs> is... Oh. So he was... He's the machina, right? Yeah, he's the machina. Okay, he's the machina. So, April 12, 1994. So this was recent then. This had to have been recent if it's for his 25th birthday. Okay. So it had to be 2019. Because he would be 20, he would be 25 in 2019. Because he's a year older than Mary. It's gotta be, it's gotta be 2019 then. But this, they did something else for him uh, during that, um, during that month. Where they spent tons for seeing something themed airplane that flew for three months. Okay, so, so I guess 
in the same year they did that as well. <laughs> I guess getting, oh, I see the picture. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a very good picture. I'll send it to you later. Okay. Like, but my, my, like what is it with them in airplanes? I don't know. Like, I don't understand that. Nobody can actually see a picture on the side of an airplane when it's 30,000 feet in the air. Right, and you're not allowed to be in the area, you know, with the airplanes. It just kind of sent out a ticket to go somewhere, <laughs> you know, so it, it's, it's really weird. That's, that's kind of, I don't know, that's hard for me but to, I like, think... want to put my money into. Look, no. I just, 200K for... An ad in the New York Times of a physical newspaper nobody actually reads anymore. Yeah. Oh, like, it's a lot. There are so many better things you could have spent that 200K on. That, that is, first of all, a waste. Second of all, that's crazy. I'm sorry. That's not overzealous. That's just nuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so for the next person is IU. She's a singer slash actress. Her fans had raised $61,000 to buy her a forest. A forest. Like, I don't, it was one of her birthday surprises. Again, like, I, I don't know much about IU. She is very, very light. And I don't know if that is something that <laughs> plays into the forest-themed birthday present. I don't know. Okay, look. Like, like she now is the rightful owner of a forest. Like, she has the deed and everything. Right, yes. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? That, that's a little, that's a little, woo. But you know what? At least a, ser- a forest serves a purpose. And they didn't plaster her image on the side of a plane for like whatever or spend 200K on an ad in a newspaper. You know? You. you know, that's kind of cute in a way because that's hers. So she can do with it what she wants. Like, if she right. wants to preserve it, then that's on her. You know what I mean? It's actually a pretty thoughtful gift, if you ask me. And I, I agree with you. I, I wouldn't know what to do with a forest. Um, just let it grow. Yeah, just let it grow. Let it let let us have clean air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not At like $61,000 would steal. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know how much national parks are worth these days, but you know, a forest in itself. Yeah, it's, it's land. I, th- I guess you can borrow on it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm I, just I don't saying. Know. It's extreme, but it's still thoughtful. And it, again, at least it serves a purpose. Yeah. I've also seen like fans do billboards and stuff like that. Uh, not just billboards, but like the train station ads and stuff like that. I, I don't know. It was this one uh, 
uh, this one fan uh, from NCT Taeyang. Uh, Taeyang. I have to make sure I pronounce that right because there's so many Taeyangs out there. So it's Taeyang really from are. NCT and Super M. They paid $30,000 for him to have his uh, image on the digital billboard in New York Times Square. $30,000 to have his image there. I don't know if that was for the whole week or for one day. I feel like billboards are usually like a monthly thing. And still, like, whereas that's a ridiculously large amount of money for a digital billboard, still cheaper than the New York Times ad. I I agree with you. Like, and something else that was a little cheaper than the, than the New York Times ad. Okay, because that has now but, set precedent. Yes, it did. That was like way over. They've given to their they've for the their sixth anniversary of EXO's of EXO, the K-pop group. They spent twenty five. $2,500 USD to decorate uh, a train. I don't know what line it was or whatever. I can see that. I can go and ride on said train and take pictures with said train, you know, and see where my money went. I, I kind of like that idea better than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like if they're like renting out like a certain section of the train to make it that that K-pop artist theme train, so it's like a a birthday party for them, so you're celebrating, you see where your money's going, you have a good time with other fans. See, I can get behind that kind of thing. Yes, and apparently they decorated four cars. Oh, nice. It's like enough room for EXO fans. Hey, the train station probably got a lot more riders than what (laughs) <laughs> what they expected. Right. But Again, that something that served a purpose. Yeah, it drives up the economy. It makes it kind of fun. Commuting is never really that fun. You know, but to be on your biases, I think it was for for Zuman's birthday. Mm. And I'm probably saying his name wrong because I always say it wrong. <laughs> but I call him my mini men. Mm. That's my <laughs> that's my nickname for him. But I'm like, ah, my mini men. But they did it for his birthday, and it was uh, like some sixth anniversary of their debut. His mm-hmm. birthday. They had four cars. It was reasonably priced, and it was nice. I can get behind that. Yeah. And they call that extreme fan gifts. There are other extreme fan gifts out there, like what they did. Uh, fans have put. It was very tastefully done but a video on the side of some major building in Dubai for BTS. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Actually, they didn't re- did it recently. I think they do it every year for, I don't know whose birthday. I think it's a V's birthday. Oh, yeah, it was V. It was nice, though. Yeah. But it's also not, like, super expensive either because it's Dubai. Like, if you calculate, like, the U.S. dollar conversion. Mm. 
Yeah, I like getting my gold earrings from Dubai, just saying. <laughs> it, it's much cheaper. <laughs> it's much cheaper, but not these. This is not gold, but I have some other gold earrings from Dubai. I never really thought about it being cheaper. Yeah. Mm. But it's like also the tallest building in the world, and it's just as a cute little birthday tribute. You know what I mean? It's just an ad. It's, it's not a two hundred thousand dollar ad in a newspaper. Nobody's gonna read. It's not a two hundred thousand. And then I don't know. I don't even I'm know always gonna it. bring that up forever now. I, I want to know like how many of that was actually printed. Uh, it's because. It, all these people are getting it in the by, by the millions probably, and they don't know who this person is, and it's wasted. It is wasted. It's been wasted. It's a waste of ink. It's a waste of paper. It's a waste of money. It's just a waste, and kind of moronic, if you ask me. And I said what I said. I'm not trying to right. be mean. I'm just being practical. I don't want to beat this dead horse any longer and just kind of go on with like the next extreme things because we because we can go on and on about how crazy that is let's move on to some uh, some other crazy oh so what are you doing we're gonna talk about junk cooks fans (laughs) that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna talk about next is junk cooks fans (laughs) yes i'm so happy the sellout king. <laughs> I mean, sold out king. Oh, let me say that better. They call him the sold out king because whatever Junk Cook does or uses up showing uses on like V Live or or any kind of camera. Out. If it's like if it's Snap and he's holding like a bottle of water, everybody, quick, go buy that bottle of water. Right. It says you said that years ago when they were debuting or whatever, they were doing a fan shoot and he had true moo milk that was handed to him by his staff and he was drinking true moo chocolate milk. You know, they went out and bought all the true moo milk. All of it. It's just milk, y'all. It's just milk. It's just milk. That's what they had on hand. The dude likes milk. I want some milk. Okay, all we have is true milk. Cool, I'll take it. Hey, he even put it in his song. A cup of milk and I got my ping pong. <laughs> no, it's a game of ping pong. Game of ping pong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said it wrong. That's okay. Thank you for correcting me. You're welcome. I just wanted you to be aware. <laughs> right. The next, the next drink that was completely sold out was his favorite kombucha <sighs> on like a v-live board and was drinking said it's his favorite and months supplies of it was wiped out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how is that productive how i mean like not not just productive how is that helping your bias he can't go get his kombucha anymore Right. And I'm going to interject here as a kombucha drinker. Okay. Um, first of all, when he came back on V Live like a week or so later, he said, 
did you have to go buy all of my kombucha? You couldn't even save any for me. Wow. Yes. He glared at the camera. I'm going to have to find the clip. He was not a happy camper. And you know what? I feel him because, look, I love kombucha, but not all kombucha is created equal. Not all kombucha tastes good. So when you find that one that you really like, you tend to stick with it, okay? So he liked that lemon brunt kombucha from that little small business in Seoul. Okay, and yes, that did help that small business, but at the same time, calm down, people. Calm down. It's not that serious because now he can't get it. Nobody else can get it. Because, like, I don't know. Because, like, I like Health Aid Kombucha. Okay, Mm -hmm. I also like Big Easy Bucha. If they don't have it on the shelf, I'm not buying an alternative. Just like he wasn't buying an alternative. Because once you find it, you're going to stick with it. If they don't have it, oh, well, I guess I'm just not drinking kombucha. That's not okay. Like, he was mad. Like, not mad mad, but he was, like, not a happy camper. As he should. I wouldn't have been happy either. Like, he basically scolded his army, the army, in that V-Live for overbuying. Can you blame him? No, I cannot. They needed to be scolded. I'm with you. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. We would have had a heart-to-heart chat, too, by the fireside. I would have said, look, y'all, my tummy gets upset every so often, and I love this kombucha. <laughs> it's good for my health. It is. You've bought it all. I can't get more. Like, are you even drinking it? Do you even like kombucha? Or are you just did you just buy it because I said, ooh, I'm drinking this kombucha? Like, let's be honest with each other. I'm just saying. Another thing that went got sold out was his toothbrush his toothbrush. I don't know what he was doing, but he was brushing his teeth. I remember what he was doing. <laughs> okay, Ange, go ahead. Well, it's because we talked about it previously. It was some sort of like bonton bomb thing or whatever. And he was brushing his teeth in the mirror and his hair was making a heart. And he was like, oh, look, my hair's a heart. And he had the toothbrush sticking out. And then all of a sudden, like, there's a worldwide toothbrush shortage, apparently. <laughs> they found the specific type of toothbrush that he was using. I was like, it looks like a plain old white toothbrush. It's it's just a toothbrush. But they found the make, the model, <laughs> and they bought them all. All because they saw him brushing his teeth with it. Is it really that serious? How creepy, though. How creepy. How creepy is it that you'll be sitting there brushing your teeth? <laughs> Jungkook. <laughs> yeah, I'm brushing with Jungkook. Yeah, Jungkook's in my teeth. I'm sorry. I can't. Sorry. Move. That's disgusting. That's no. gross. Isn't it gross? It's so gross. I get, oh like, even at my youngest, most obsessive boy band years in the early 2000s, 
I no, no. I have to have that healthy boundary. I have to have that healthy line of you're you on stage. I'm me, and I'm gonna look at you from afar. I'm no, no. Ugh. Right? No. What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. 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 I'm sorry, I'm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I can't go. I have to go further. I have to get past the whole toothbrush thing. Because everybody knows about the fabric softener. No. No? No. Okay, so he said, Jungkook mentioned which fabric softener he liked. And a whole three month supply in the warehouse, warehouses, three months supply, three, was wiped out. Nobody else could get this for months. Yes, months. <laughs> could get the fabric softener all because he said that he liked this fabric softener. He loves the way it smells, you know, makes his clothes smell and all of that. That's not, he he was in no contract with the uh, fabric softener company. He did not do any backdoor advertising. He just mentioned it. Now he's become really, really self-conscious about the things that he mentions or shows or, you know, whatever, because everything that he says gets picked up and sold out, sold out. Bought, you know, bought out in, in ridiculous numbers. Not bad for companies, but bad for people that want flipping fabric softener. I just want to wash my clothes, man. Right? Right? I, I buy the same fabric softener over and over again because I like the way it smells. Yeah. If I like went, most people do. Right? But if I went to the store and I couldn't get it and I saw this, I would become an angry netizen and start bashing all of these you know people that went out and bought it like it was the end of the world and they needed it it was no I'm sorry that's crazy it's crazy and it's really annoying and I feel bad for JK like he can't just say hey I like flaming Hot Cheetos without there being a worldwide flaming Hot Cheetos shortage <laughs> right oh my god <laughs> as simple as that but all kinds of artists get this kind of treatment something that I also notice if that if they do say that they like something then fans want them to have it and they'll send gifts you know of the things that they like in like ridiculous numbers mm. also yeah. if there's something that they hate I've seen that they've gotten that in ridiculous numbers as well I was ridiculous it is. I was watching a YouTuber, and I love watching... He's from Japan. He's a chef. This is kind of off off subject, whatever. He did a whole video of unboxing his gifts from his fans. And he got several boxes, huge boxes of potato starch. He hates the grittiness. Gr- he just... He just it really creeps him out. Mm-hmm. He doesn't use it very often. He's made it very clear that this is not something he likes to use. And he uses it very rarely. 
so to get like several huge boxes of it he's like what am I supposed to do with, with this I, I can't give this out enough to people you know and it's a waste of money and resources to even do this please stop doing it he had to beg his fans to stop doing it but as a fan why would you send somebody like something that they don't like it really just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me it's like i like i'm a fan of this person and they say i don't care for potato starch my first thought is to ooh, let me go get 16 boxes of potato starch box them up and then ship them over to japan because he does not like them that much i feel he needs 16 boxes and it'll be so funny when he gets it really uh i don't find that funny it's not funny it's not it's not funny at all that's toxic behavior it's also very disrespectful I agree with you. I mean, isn't that why JK won't say why, uh, what type of cologne or whatever he wears? <laughs> right? Can you imagine the creepiness that would be happening with that? Yes. I imagine not only a cologne shortage, but a body pillow shortage. <laughs> oh, it's so gross because I just see all these little girls like dousing a body pillow with his cologne and then like laying next to it and just like like deluding themselves into thinking oh my god I'm laying next to JK ooh boo no you're not you you need a counselor you need no no mm. JK, if you like, ever, ever listen to this, never give any kind of inkling to what cologne or spritz spray smell good stuff you are putting on your person, it will not end well for the entire world. It won't. It, Keep it, it to yourself, boo. Oh, just be so bad. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Don't do it. Keep it to yourself, just, boo. Don't even leak it. Mm-hmm. Don't even leak it. Oh, another aspect of this that we really wanted to touch on today is um, idols having to apologize to their fans for like the most ridiculous things. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand why they have to apologize for dating. I understand it does take away the fantasy, and I'm air quoting fantasy from fans, but why are you, why, I mean, it's normal for a man or a woman at a certain age to want to have companionship. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually think I have the answer to that. Okay. Because um, I actually recently read something, and I don't know where, but it was along the lines of, like, I don't know if it, I don't, I don't think it's, like, international fans per se, I think it's more uh, located in, in Korea, that 
you know, these fans are so extreme that if an idol is dating somebody, they'll they'll sit there and put on like the interwebs or whatever that they won't buy their music anymore, that they won't like support them anymore if they date somebody. Basically, it's like this huge threat. So, and that I feel like it makes the label nervous. So that's why I don't think they're allowed to date because they don't want to lose basically their source of income is what it boils down to because the fans spend money and if you make the fans mad then they're gonna stop spending money but I also maintain a real like a true fan a not crazy fan that's not deluding themselves that they're gonna have this epic meet cute in the streets with their favorite idol is going to support their happiness. And if they're happy with somebody, they're gonna continue to listen to their music. Do you know how many freaking boy band members are married with kids now that were adults? Yeah. All of them. Do right. we, have we stopped listening to their music? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, that brings me to, that made me think of like, a, uh, the what's that new boy band? What it, where are we? Who are they? What do we call them? I don't even know their name. I can't think of their name. But anyway, it was who are they? Who I don't even know. I can't even think of them. There's a new boy band. It's a teenage boy band that came out like I don't know, maybe two, three years ago. What are we? Why don't can't we think of the name? Oh, why, why don't, don't we? we? Oh my god, I love don't. Why don't we? I love them so much. But one of their youngest members had like. A baby. A baby Zach. out of wedlock, and he's mm-hmm. super, super young. Super young. Yeah. They're teenagers. They were and teenagers. He... Right? Mm-hmm. Super young. And the backlash that happened with that was non-existent. Exactly. Like, there was a little no. bit, but it was just more of a... Because everybody knew he was dating the baby's mom at the time. Like, they were together. Right. And, I mean, they've had other things going on with them outside of that. But, yeah, she actually got more flack for being a teen mom than he ever did, which is a whole other story for another day. Um, Yeah. But the point is, is that he was dating. They were teenagers dating. And nobody said anything about it. They didn't lose any fans. In fact, the fans were actually really supportive. If you go on Instagram and look up those hashtags, like everybody's like, oh, look at Jack and his baby girl. Look how cute they are. Look at this. Co-parenting, blah, 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 blah. Right? And I feel like something similar happened, you know, Rain, be Rain and Korea. After, I think, before military, he got married, had kids or whatever. And he's back to his regular stardom he's doing so well with his own label he's back on top but he has this life it can work it can work i just it can work and i don't see why these labels have to sit there and drill into these poor people like these poor idols heads that they cannot have a dating life and also be an idol because I feel like as we're 
going on in time. That may have worked back then when K-pop was just starting out because they were selling that fantasy. Right. But we don't live in that time anymore. Like, they need to start normalizing normal behavior and denormalize all this toxic behavior. I agree with you. I mean, geez Louise, in every single V Live, they, okay, BTS even pointed this out. Um, the V Live they did after the Grammys, V even said, it doesn't matter who is in the V Live with us, there's always somebody saying, Yoongi, marry me. Yes. <laughs> okay. Like those, the com. I've been in a V Live. Why is it going on? Those comments be thirsty. They be crazy. Like everybody needs to calm down. And my point, what I'm really trying to say is that during the Grammy performance, during that skit, everybody lost their minds. Well, the jealous people who have that delusion lost their collective minds when they saw. V next to Olivia Rodrigo and him whispering in her ear. Y'all, it was a skit. It was a performance. This was planned. And even if he liked Olivia Rodrigo or they started dating, be happy for him. He is in his late 20s. They should all have girlfriends by this point or boyfriends or what whomever they want to be with. That is what they should be doing. I agree with you. And that is... To have to apologize for that is is crazy. I don't (laughs) think that there should be an apology necessary for natural progression in your life as a human. Correct. (laughs) I agree. 100%. 100%. Who was it that had to... Uh, who made a huge apology recently because he got his girlfriend pregnant and was about to marry her. Uh, Chen from EXO. Uh, also, I think it was also Bobby from Icon. Yeah, Bobby from Icon. Yeah. Now married, kids, and have a kid. You know, it, he had to go behind he I can't say like go behind our backs he had to sneak around and have this relationship you know and then you know you having a relationship things happen yeah she gets pregnant but why do they have to sneak around why does it have to come to this he had to he did his apology which was unnecessary completely unnecessary he's doing what he should be doing at his age. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. It, it is. He's he has verbalized before that he wants to be a dad and that he wants to have kids and a family. Right. Uh, that family value is something that he's always strived for because I don't I don't know I don't want to get into it, but I've kind of always felt bad for Bobby because he's worked really hard. And right that he has his dream and that's to be a dad is amazing I know we should be happy for him so excited for him (sighs) now I have like these this mad respect you know he's a daddy daddies are hot (laughs) (laughs) 
taking care of his kids. All my ovaries like that. <laughs> I know, right? Like they're like that's hot. Like you're right, a responsible you know, man who takes care right. of his kids. Whew. That's a whole new fantasy. I know. Bring it on. But that's also what I think like these agencies and like these labels fail to account for. Your fans grow with your artist. So they all stay within the same age range. So they're not going to want to see them single forever. They're going to question, well, why haven't they found somebody? Why aren't they dating? Now you have just opened up a whole nother can of worms. And you've given fuel for a whole nother different set of rumors that could start. Right. You know, toxicity that they're gonna they're gonna have to endure the I'm talking about the mates of these people it's horrible but if you wean the fantasy down just a tad bit or start them off early you know with a few dating rumors (laughs) right you know just like see them out with people then they can mentally Palette it a little bit more, and then let it let it naturally progress. Right, just just you have to hide the medicine. You have to hide the medicine. I like that. You know, there are other like they've artists have had to apologize for, and I'm not going to get into too much detail about this because false rumors is something that they always have to apologize for. Uh, it was false why are you apologizing if it was there and it happened it, it was false it was proven false like you I didn't do it apologize. so you didn't well, do it that's like what's, guilty omission <laughs> exactly you know? no stop it and this one really irked me is hanging out with former members of groups I'm going to specifically talk about Monster X and Wan Ho. Mm-hmm. Some fans were really, really ticked off with uh, the rest of the group having dinner or whatever with Wan Ho. And Hyung Won, who is one of, I think he's, I think he's the oldest in the group. I'm not sure. But anyway, he issued an apology on behalf of the group. For having dinner with Wan Ho. Why? I, what What the heck for? They're friends. They were bandmates. They're also still part of the same label. And they are still friends. Right? And that I'm pretty happened with sure. Wan Ho, like years ago. Two, almost three years ago. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't their decision to have him leave the group to begin with. It wasn't. Starship made that had dropped had dropped that ball. Like so, like because I've seen them interact together before Wanho left the group. They were all very close. That just doesn't go away, right? It's like excommunicating them and not be not being inter- not interacting with them. They grew up together. They're yeah. like brothers. 
how are you going to dictate who and what they can what they can do with people that they love? Right, and, exactly. Oh, that's so annoying. I was like, he shouldn't have had to apologize for that. Starship should have buried that or put an end to it. Exactly, exactly. Because you look at even if you look at some of Wanho's videos, you can see where he's used a piece of a set from one of the uh, Monster X videos. Mm-hmm. He's still connected to them. Yeah. He's just doing his thing right now, He, but he's still connected to them. Yeah. I mean, they're brothers. I mean, like I said, that doesn't go away. When you go through things with each other, it, it does. the bond doesn't break. I don't want to talk about it, okay, because there's so much more that I can say about Monster X and their mismanagement and scandals. <laughs> How come Wanho got kicked out? Because <laughs> there are so many other scandals that should have got them kicked out. But, you know, it's just, I don't know. He shouldn't. Young Juan has a really good heart. I understand where he was coming from, but that should have just been buried. Mm-hmm. People with the power to bury it should have buried it, and mm-hmm. Mumbebe should have been, uh, should have came to their the guy's rescue. Yeah, they should have, they should have rallied, hashtag, done something. Like you're the you're the fandom. You have the power to change things. Actually, all fandoms do. Look at Army. I'm sorry, I look, look at Army, look at the Stays. Stays, they got power too. So does AT, like. Let's be real. All of any, any K-pop, because we've, uh, we're going to go into that, into the, into the next part where other K-pop people, you know, I'm sorry, K-pop fandoms have interacted with other k-pop band like k-pop stars and have caused issues right so there is amount of power that you have being a fan in yep. korea or worldwide period right because army, army did what they needed to do for bts um for all of these american tv shows and whatnot mm-hmm. they ratings are there because of army Exactly. Okay. There is a negative aspect to that, but still, wield your power fan, for good. Wield your power for good. Yes, as a fan, they still have they still have power, and right. you could counteract the negative mm-hmm. with your positive. Yep, reaction. I see it, I all, the I see it mm-hmm. all the time. I see it all the time. So, like, where were um, you, mom, babies? Right? Where are you at? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. So the next thing is that they apologize is for things that were out of their control. Like this one group, X1, was disbanded due to their company's respective decision to disband it. Apparently, the group X1 was on Producer X101 and the show was rigged. Oh, so they were disbanded due to company politics. Yes. Bull. That's crap. 
right? But they went, the members had went and uh, apologized to fans for their disbanding, disbandment. Why? They didn't have any control over it. Exactly. That wasn't their fault that it was rigged. They were in the show. They did what they needed to do. It was the show that caused all the problems. Why weren't they bowing their heads? Uh, mm, no. I feel, like I said, like I was saying, I feel ultra bad for the group members because they had to endure that show being degraded and talked about and measured and the amount of stress that goes into those shows, I feel bad for them that they work really, really hard for to just be disbanded like that. For the show to be so dishonest and it be, you know, just rigged to that point, it's not their fault. This is going to mess up their career as an artist. Yeah. So, no. No, no. They should have never apologized. No. Oh my god, that sounds like such a terrible show. (sighs) I just, I feel bad for them. I've not seen Producer X 101, um, but I've seen other shows like it, like Island. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's it's stressful. Really? Uh, It's stressful on them, you know, going through the competition and not knowing what to do and trying their hardest and the emotions that are involved in that because most of these these uh, artists are kids yeah you know Nikki was I think 14 Nikki from Enhypen was like 14 away from his mom you know first time on the show <laughs> on island oh, poor baby you know and he And the stress, the amount of stress that went into that was, I was crying while watching them. Now I know why he doesn't smile. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to get in on that. (laughs) No. Like he's always so stoic. (laughs) He is. But I think that's a part of his, his personality. He doesn't show very much of his emotions very well, but like, okay, I, we're digressing. We're getting off the <laughs> way off. Let's, so that's that part, the apologizing where it's not needed is, I feel like, a byproduct of fans being so toxic. Yes. I agree. It's not cool. Like, we need to do better as people. We, we do need to do better as people. They shouldn't have to apologize for... Unless they overtly do something wrong or offensive or deliberate. Yes, but like, no. I don't expect apology for having a girlfriend or a boyfriend. That's normal. I don't expect them to apologize for events that happened that were out of their control and I'm certainly not going to expect them to apologize for having dinner with a friend 
Right. Regardless if that friend was a former member or not, they're still bros. Because as much as you people don't want to hear and whatever you think in your head, because I know like a lot of these fans think that because they're in a specific idol group, they don't talk to other idol groups. Let me just burst that bubble for you real fast. They are all friends. All of them. They all talk to each other. If you think the members of freaking NCT don't talk to the members of and hyping, you're wrong. Okay. They have to these shows together for long, for hours and whatnot. They do interact with each other and they do become friends and they do have their own little chats. That's their world. How else are they going to be able to be, have some kind of normalcy? Right. And who else is better to be friends with than somebody who is going with through it with you? Exactly. Like, I've seen, uh, like, on Instagram, on Twitter, because, and once again, I'm new, so I don't know, like, I don't really know the semantics surrounding this, but I know, like, apparently years ago, there were pictures of Jimin and Taemin, like, outside of a venue, and it just, to me, it just looks like they were talking. It just looked, looked like two buds talking, like, while waiting. You know what I mean? I didn't see personally anything wrong with that, but they're like, oh, you know, let's make a big deal over it. They're dating, they're whatever. I'm like, oh, or, or, or they're just friends hanging out. <gasps> let's not, yes. Jimin and Taemin were, have, are, oh, what are, how do I say it? Dance gods. Yeah. They're similar style. They have a very similar style. And something else I just learned, they both have tiny hands. I'm just throwing it out there. It's like their pinkies are super, super tiny. And <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I threw that in there. But so much of when Jimin debuted and came in, Taming was already a veteran in this. So there's so much that they could learn with each other. They mm-hmm. even did a dance show together. Because their styles are so similar, trained so similar. And even in personality wise, those two goofballs are very similar. So I can see where the two of them would click and connect. That picture just showed me like, wow, I'm so proud of my babies. Look at them getting along. They're doing so good. Look at them. They're just doing so good. But people want to take things and run with it and be negative. It's stupid. It is. Like, it's like they're just, they're bros hanging out. Like, clearly, if they're like, but they're in private. There's nobody else around. I'm like, okay, so do you expect them to go hang out in the crowd? Like, no. No. No, because, like, that's just dumb. Also, my opinion on this, too, is if I've watched Taming the last, like, what do I say, three years or two, yeah, like two and a half, three years, have his own solo career at, while the rest of Shiny was in the military. And watching him, 
this is what Jimin would look like if he had his own solo career. That's what I see in Taming. Mm. Is this is this would be what Jimin would look like if he had his own solo career. Right. And so I don't know why that I just it just I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm 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 digressing. I'm like losing my thoughts here when it comes You're down spiraling. To I am spiraling because like it's it's just something that I realized as I'm watching Taming, like, oh my gosh, this is what Jimmy would look like. Right. They are in a sense twins. <laughs> they are twins. Brothers from another mother and yeah. exactly the same. So, like, right. and that's a positive part of that. But those, those negative fans can go right, like you know, <laughs> and it's something that I'll probably I'll get more into in the next part. But like, just do yourselves a favor and realize that they're friends. They're friends. They hang out. They go grab drinks together, and I will have very excellent examples for you in the next episode um yeah I have to stop myself there oh toxic fans our next self control yeah yeah we have to as international fans try to be as as um oh what's the word I'm looking for let me just start that over again (laughs) (sighs) As as internet as international fans, we have to be sensitive to other cultures and you know what they feel and how they feel and how they do things. I get that. Um, we are raised a little bit freer and our mindsets are a little bit freer. And I don't want this to become a bashing completely of Korea and whatnot. Our fans are being around the world, but there is toxicity out there and we have to be better. Exactly. Like, and I understand that because regardless of being an international fan or a local fan, toxic behavior is toxic behavior. And it does, it is something that as a whole, internationally and locally, is something that we need to do better in. I agree. I agree. So we did go ahead and talk about the FCC with John Cook and how he is the sold-out king. Yeah. About Jimin and his his fans in China being banned. Well, they're back up and running. It's a little silly, though. Right. Hopefully they learned their lesson and, you know, <laughs> while they were in the corner and aren't doing the same things as they did before, finding a legal way to support Jimmy. Mm. Extreme fan gifts are crazy. The $200,000 will always be imprinted in our brains. I will always reference that. So be prepared. <laughs> I will all always reference the 200k New York Times page. Always. It's never gonna die. We need to like get on with this this 
idols having to apologize for everything. They're human. Mm-hmm. They are human, and what the things that they're apologizing for is a part of human nature, and yeah. something they shouldn't even be or feel responsible for. They should be able to date freely without having to apologize to the fans. Agreed. And some things like, I can see an apology for things that really were messed up. Mm -hmm. You know, they've had some real messed up situations. And yeah, you needed to to come out and apologize for this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, that's a, a horse of a different color. We're going to have to get on that another time. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> curious. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, girl. I'm going to send you some stuff. Because some things, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you should have apologized for this crap. But <laughs> some things, no, nah, they don't. This kind of stuff didn't need to be apologized for. I hope that you guys uh, kind of gained a little bit of insight into toxic behaviors and probably were shocked at some of the things that... <laughs> that are out there there are so many more um, things that we can talk about with the toxicity and I we're going that's why we're making this a part series so stick around there's more negativity out there and it's sad it is sad it is sad and we're trying to take that negativity and turn it into a positive we're course correcting right. Agreed. Agreed. And if you see this kind of behavior, call. be the one to call it out. Mm-hmm. Be the one to be better and make the whole situation better. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. They have people out there that will support you. Oh, yeah. Plenty of people. I see it happening more and more on Twitter every day. You got the negative Nancy's and you have the 100,000 positive polys shutting it down. And I am here for it. Exactly. I am here for it. All right, y'all. It's been a blast talking about this. Please look forward to our uh, part two of Toxic Fans. We're going to talk about sussings. We're going to talk about Black Oceans, shippers. Weird fans asking for you know, weird quiet questions of their idols. Oh yeah. In our next, it gets weird. It gets weird. It's weird. So if you've um, heard about Black Oceans, or if you've heard about Sasangs, or which are the crazed stalkers, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, leave us a comment. I want to know what you, uh, what stories you've heard. Maybe we can feature your comment on our on our next part. Yep, on our next episode. So uh, shoot us a comment, shoot us a DM. Also, please rate and review us on whatever platform you are getting your podcast on. We really appreciate the feedback. We'd love to know what you think, what we can improve on, what you'd like to hear. If you have any topics that you want us to cover. Or any group or artist in particular you would like us to talk about. Or, you know, we just want to drop by and say hi. We like that, too. So, again, please like, rate, and review us on which wherever you're getting your podcast on. Also, uh, 
follow us on Instagram at completely hooked. We uh we love you to see you guys there as well. Drop us a DM. Put us a comment. Drop us a comment. You know, interact we with us. Like yeah. We also like to post uh, funny videos of our outtakes and um, little clips of our of our conversations on our Instagram. So we're very, very, we're very open there. We're also now on the Amino app. Ooh. And <laughs> yes, so we are now on the Amino app and we'll be posting uh, exclusive content there. Awesome. If you're already on Amino, look us up. Follow us. Look us up. But yeah, that's it for today. We love you guys. Please continue to stay safe. And also stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. This has been Completely Hooked. Peace.